This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about a wild day at the racetrack yesterday. Hastings Park Racecourse. That's a place I enjoy visiting when I get the opportunity. I, I usually don't bet very much on the horses because I'm terrible at picking winners. Absolutely the worst. My dad was pretty good, though, in the old days. So, you know, it's always enjoyable, I think, to go down to racing, uh, Hastings Park and watch a couple of horse, watch some horse races on a nice day. It was a wild day there yesterday, though. Uh, border officials, Canada Border Services Agencies, uh, showed up very early yesterday morning, uh, escorted a number of people away who were employed by horse owners down there. What is going on at Hastings Park? Let's check in now with David Milburn. He's the president of the Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association. That's a major industry uh, horse racing uh, group here in B.C. David, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Good to talk to you, Mike. Appreciate it, David. I know you were there at Hastings Park yesterday morning, bright and early at 6 a.m. What were you doing down there, training some horses? or What was going on? Well, I wasn't actually there at 6 a.m. Our barn starts a little later than that, but I was there by 6.30. And what happened was uh, shortly before 6.30, a number of agents and officials from the Border Services people, CBSA, Canadian Border Services, and also GPEB, that's a gaming policy enforcement branch, uh, they descended on the racetrack, entered the racetrack, descended on it, and estimates range from 25 to 40 officials and agents. And you could clearly see who they were because they were all wearing black, black uniforms or black jackets with the name of their organization on the outside. Wow. Then, yeah. go ahead, go uh, ahead. Ca- carry on, keep telling me the story, that's okay. So and then what um, what occurred was uh, they moved to various location locations on the backstretch. When I say the backstretch, that's the part where the public does not have access. When you go to the races, you're talking about going to the races and betting on the horses. That's the front side. That's the grandstand, the paddock, the racetrack itself. The backstretch is where the horses are housed and the persons that people that work on the horses they work there. It's a secure compound. It's 24 hours a day security, and you need a license, a GPEB license, in order to get on the backstretch, hmm. let alone work on the backstretch. So it's a secure facility, and now the agents are there and the officers are there, and they're arresting people and putting them in handcuffs. You know, you've used the word escorting. Well, that sounds like a pretty polite way of saying detained in handcuffs. You're under arrest. You're under detention. And you're being marched out the gate. So that's what happened. Um, grooms, uh, for the most part, uh, it's my understanding there were grooms were arrested, put in handcuffs in front of many cases in front of uh, co-workers. What does a groom do at the track? A groom is an individual who is employed, first of all. And look, when we're talking about employment, I want to make something really crystal clear. This has absolutely nothing to do with Hastings, Racecourse, the track operator, Great Canadian Gaming Corporation. We've heard a lot about the casinos in the last um, several months. You've done a number of, uh, a lot of reporting on that uh, yourself, Mike. Great Canadians got absolutely nothing to do with this issue. None of these individuals are employed by Great Canadians. So they're all employed. 
but they'll be employed by trainers, licensed trainers, and trainers are the managers of the racehorses and have a stable of racehorses, and owners will own that and pay the trainer in order to train the horses and get them fit and get them in races and so on. So to circle back to your question about what a groom does, yeah. A groom is the individual who is primarily responsible for the horse husbandry side of the business. So they're looking after the horse, they're cleaning the stall, they're feeding the horse, they're grooming the horse, they're brushing, they're picking its feet, they're tacking the horse in the morning, they exercise in the morning, and the tack is the riding equipment that goes on. So they place the riding equipment on. The exercise rider, that's a person who gets on the horse's back, will then take the horse and take it to the racetrack, exercise it on the racetrack, bring it back to the groom, and the groom will receive the horse, take off the tack, wash it down, cool it out. Cooling out is walking it around and then putting it back into its freshly renovated stall. And then later in the day, uh, grooming the horse, brushing it, picking its feet, etc. And okay. looking at the horse right around the clock. Okay, David, why would Canada Border Services come down and arrest a bunch of these people? Are, are these foreign workers primarily? Are they from Mexico or something, maybe in the country illegally? Why would they be arrested? Well, we're not getting a lot of answers. We're asking questions but not getting any answers. The answers we're getting are probably the same that you're getting, which is this is a um, CBSA investigation, and while it's ongoing, they're not going to give any answers. So that's where we're at. Now, it's my understanding that the grooms that were arrested are not um, resident Canadians. I might be wrong on that because it's uh, based on my talking to other trainers at the racetrack. So they're grooms. In most cases, they're foreign workers. Now, when you say illegally in the country, uh, you've got to know this. Everybody that walks through the backstretch has to have a license. Right. And the licensing is done through GPEB, the Gaming Policy Enforcement Branch, and that's provincial. And so when you want to work on the backstretch, you have to apply for a license, you fill out the forms, they do the vetting, and they give you a license. And then when armed with that license, that's the only time you can work. So our members, trainers, they can't hire somebody without a license. So, Mike, if you wanted to walk a horse in my barn at the racetrack and said you had a bunch of experience and uh, I'll walk that horse, I'd have to say, no, sorry, Mike, you can't do it hmm. because you're not licensed. You need a license to do it. So in order for that to occur, I'd have to take you up to the office where the GPEP offices are. You'd fill out a lengthy application. You'd have your uh, photograph taken. They would do some vetting. They might give you a temporary license for 10 days or so until the vetting process is over, and then they'll give you a uh, a license for the year with your photograph on it, and then you show it when you go through the gate. So our trainers are employing people, grooms, that have a GPEB license in hand. Is, you is got one that of the, point? Yes, I understand that. Is, is one of the conditions of the license that you're in the country legally, like if you're a foreign worker, do you have to show that you're, you're a, a legal, a, a foreign worker who is legally in Canada and legal to work here? Is that part of the conditions to get the license? Look, you've got to ask GPEB those questions, right? And I'm not trying to move it off, but they are the regulator. They're the ones that are responsible for the licensing of people. So I'm not familiar with what they do when a person's a foreign worker coming in and the checks and balances that GPEB takes. I don't know. You'd have to address what? that question to GPEB. Why do they bring in foreign workers to exercise the horses? Are there not enough people here to do that job here? Okay, now you use the word exercise. 
Yeah. I've been using the word groom, right? Well, groom. And I've know. been explaining what a groom does. So the exercise person's the one getting on the horse's back. The groom okay. is doing the day-to-day, taking care of the horse, and the groom will usually look after four or five horses. Okay. Why, why, do, we need, so you, why do we need foreign workers to do that job? Are there not enough local workers to do that? Well, it's uh, tough getting local workers. Um, hmm. Even at the level of a groom, there's specialized skills required. The thoroughbreds are extremely difficult to deal with, some of them. They're high-charge, high-strung animals, and uh, you you have to have skills in dealing with them, and it's hard to acquire those skills. And the Vancouver job market's been pretty robust, pretty good. Now, some people would disagree with that, but there's been times when when it hasn't been so good, and there's been more of an abundance of grooms on the track. Now, I don't believe there's that many foreign workers on the racetrack. Um, By and large, the people that are on the racetrack are resident Canadians or Canadian citizens. We try and hire Canadians first, in my view. Our organization, the HBBABC, does not facilitate bringing in foreign workers. So we don't help people to bring in uh, foreign workers as a groom. Individual trainers may decide that they can't find somebody locally, so they go through the process, whatever that is, in order to bring a foreign worker in and then have that person licensed through GPEP. So the okay. people that were rounded up and, and handcuffed, those are, it's my understanding, those are foreign workers. And how many there are, I don't know. David, we continue to follow it with great interest. Thanks for coming on. You bet. Anytime. Thanks. Okay. Bye. I appreciate it. David Milburn president of the Horseman's Benevolent Protective Association of BC. That was a wild day yesterday morning down at Hastings Park Racecourse in Vancouver with Canadian border officials showing up and arresting a bunch of people.